nodding in and out of smiles like an archaeopteryx comedian. I need to stop drinking out the same water I'm puking in. Like a box of matches in a world of lighters, I'm a loser. Occasional robotic bloodhound, fully employed boozer. A story with no plot, a puppy with that, uh, a magician you know, with the, no um, Big thing with that is that sombrero is not even from a college party. My mom got that for me my senior year of high school. Oh, really? She was in Mexico. That sombrero is legit from, from Mexico. From Mexico? Yeah, it's the fucking... It's the best. It doesn't fit, but I love it, like, dearly. You know what I mean? I was like, it should come out one of these parties. One of these parties. Cinco de Mayo. I'll fucking bust oh, it out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Exactly. Perfect time. Perfect time. <laughs> Shawnee, cheers. cheers. Thank you. Guys, welcome to another episode of Escaping Tyranny. I'm joined alongside Shawnee Judah. I messed up the entire intro, but that's okay. Fucking <laughs> Tequila helps is what her uh, sweatshirt says, and guess what? I probably would have helped get this intro started. Oh, you know? that's all good. Mm. I debated having tequila before I came. And instead, I just had a Coors Light. I was what, what's so nerve-wracking about the podcast? Because, I, I mean, I guess I'm not as nervous because I've done it so many times, but, like, what is the, what is, like, the thing that makes it so, I don't so know. Much? You've interviewed some legends, and so I'm just <laughs> like, I don't know how I'm going to follow up with that. Like, oh, my gosh. That is just, I mean. I don't know about legends. I, I know that, uh, what do you call it? I've just interviewed so many friends, you know what I mean? I've just, yeah. like, it's just having so many people that I know. And then, uh, I don't know Alex that well, and then, who else, there's somebody else that I think I interviewed that I don't know that well, and it's like, those are sometimes the toughest, but sometimes the most fun. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Interviewing people that you don't know, but. Well, and it's just like, you get to learn things about them that you wouldn't have known otherwise. Yeah. All while just getting to hang out, have some beers, so. Yeah. I was like, and it's, it's an uninterrupted conversation. It's just you and me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just talking, shooting the shit, but. Speaking of which, so where were you born? Are you you're from Carlsbad? Were you born in Carlsbad? Yep, born and raised. Good born old and Carlsbad. Raised <laughs> Carlsbad caveman. That um. So tell me about that. Like growing up, what was? Because I, I was thinking about this today, and I was just thinking about childhood. What was like something you remember from childhood? That's a good memory. And what's something that you remember from childhood? That's just like, dude, that was tough growing up. Hmm, let me think. Um, like, stuff that's kind of unique to, like, growing up in Carlsbad, or just in general? To Carlsbad, to you, to whatever. What, it, what like, what's something, when you think of childhood, that's, like, the first initial reaction? Well, growing up in Carlsbad, obviously, we have the caverns. Okay. So, like, every year, one of our school field trips, we went to the caverns. So, yep. like, we know pretty much, like, all about the caves. Yep. Stalagmites, stalactites, columns, how they form, like, how so long which the one, stalag- So, stalactite is because you hold on, right? Tight you hold on tight. Ceiling, yeah. And then stalagmite is because it's mighty and it's on the floor. Yeah. Okay. I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, so, I remember that it shit. was just, like, that was a fun part of our learning. Um, something, like, different? Or, like, a traumatizing or, child or memory? Or maybe, like- maybe not traumatizing. <laughs> if you want to give a traumatizing one, what's something that was difficult that you remember, like, you struggled with something that you know you said and you're like fuck dude like i hated that but it like molded you hmm probably like being raised so closely with my sister like okay. being in a small town sharing all the same friends doing yep. all the same sports mm-hmm. like it was tough like we were raised to compete against each other so i feel like that made it hard we weren't really friends till we were in college honestly and like yeah. i forced her to join the sorority yeah and but it really brought us together in the end but like growing up that was rough yeah she was good at one thing i was good at the other so and then tough. it was probably constant competition between you guys then oh, like in stuff that didn't even matter yeah yeah like probably you know who could eat the most like green beans or some <laughs> shit it's like what the fuck why are we competing over this just because we can exactly because that's how it goes it was yeah. wild so like my sister is two and a half years younger than me and we would compete on shit and she was super competitive but athleticism we were just completely different she's entirely grace and preparation and i was like brute force and just try to muscle my way through things and we would compete on shit and she would get so pissed off it was so fucking funny for us like everything was a competition even like rock band guitar hero like we would duke it out all night long to see who was better my sister was always better at guitar hero (laughs) and running track like my mom and my sister are track stars and so i'll never forget one day in like the ninth or tenth grade um the track coach was like why don't you just come on out like Mm -hmm. your sister qualified for the state hurdles her eighth grade year like she's a star your mom was a star hurdles like you gotta have that gene she she qualified by district or by time by time wow 
I was about so, to say eighth grade because in in Carlsbad, just just for people listening, so Carlsbad was five A, the top notch at that time. Yeah. So she's she's qualifying at like the legit time. Literally, she, yeah, so quick, so yeah. good at hurdles. That's awesome. And so I was like, okay, well, I guess I can give it a go. Mm-hmm. I ate it on the first <laughs> hurdle. <laughs> so embarrassed I was just like okay this is not yeah. for me so my mom comes to pick me up from practice and mm-hmm. I'm just like so pissed You're but I just wasn't it. automatically good at something because yes. like I feel like being an older child and like being good at like other sports I was yes. like I'm gonna be decent maybe mm-hmm. hopefully and like just total epic fail yeah and so my mom's like oh yeah like you fell she was like I think I still got it and I was like oh no no but like if you've heard any stories about my mom like yeah. you know this is totally true she takes off her shoes gets lined up runs starts taking off didn't miss a single hurdle didn't wow. trip up didn't anything just punked me wow. in front of my friends my coaches everybody. you're like so I was like, already having a shit day mom you didn't have to come and yeah, fucking so own this just like okay like I you'll never see my face on this track again yeah exactly <laughs> so embarrassing the the legend has it that my dad so my dad's dad my gramps they call him so uh he was a pole vaulter and a high jumper back oh, in the wow. day yeah and so the high jumping we do you go over you lead with your head you arch your back and kick your feet he would scissor kick so he would jump and like waste over the bar and never like tilt his oh, head back gosh. yeah and he i guess he scissor kicked uh six feet back in the day but he was teaching my dad how to pole vault back in their backyard in like the oh, boondocks of like farmington <laughs> right and i guess he takes like a steel pole pole vaults over the fence and gets there and my dad's all whoa like what the (laughs) fuck and he's just like well how are you gonna get back he's like i'm gonna pole vault back pole vaults back blows out his entire knee he had to get a knee replacement (laughs) i was gonna say what a fucking but like you earn that as a dickhead (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like you're out here trying to like i guess he's trying to show him but he's also out there trying to flex you know what i mean it's just bound to go wrong at some point like i feel like Every time you try and flex, like, you're just bound to have some kind of crazy injury. Oh, my gosh. And I, yeah, I had that one time jumping over a fence in, like, fourth grade, like, busting my knee. It was terrible. The, so, it sounds like your sister seems to be, like, a pretty natural athlete. Yeah, oh, definitely. Are you that type of athlete as well, or were you the one that had to, like, grind it out? I feel like I'm a fairly decent athlete, but being Mm -hmm. the firstborn, and, like, my mom's just super intense. It was just, like, you're gonna be good at everything, you're gonna play everything, or at least try everything, and, like, there's just minimal room for, like, screwing up. I'll never (laughs) forget, like, at my high school volleyball games, my Uh mom would show up with her clipboard and just sit there and take notes. Like, even if it was the best game of my entire life, my mom had, like, a page of notes. Like, played all the way around the court. I only got pulled off the court very few times. Yeah. One of the times I broke my, like, finger, snapped it back. Mm -hmm. That's trainer taped together my mom's like get back out there i'm like trying to serve and block with this like a finger that i'm pretty sure is broken yeah and there's just like no sympathy but that's just my mom that was going to be the traumatizing story i was going to tell you so when i was probably eight years old we had gone to a swim meet out of town and our coach was like you know before the meet let's relax you know go ice skating well i had never been ice skating yeah so we get out there, not even five minutes into ice skating, I <laughs> clip my skates, hit the ice, bust my face open. Are you serious? And the meat on my lip is, like, hanging down past my chin. Like, it's a little bit of skin, oh, and then a chunk shit. of meat, like, dangling. My whole lip is blown out. And so I'm, like, freaking out. My mom's like, I'm not fucking paying for you to go to the oh ER. Bite it off. She made me sit there and grind my teeth until that chunk oh. of fat off my lip hit the ground. Oh, my no God. No joke. Like, that's Terry. Like, that's that's insanity. Yeah. Wow. Your mom's a Crazy time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I love her to death. Like. I don't think I've ever met your parents at oh, all. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think I have. Maybe I have. I don't know. My mom was supposed to come up yesterday, but with all the crazy snow and stuff, she didn't make it. But I was oh. like, maybe I'll bring her this weekend to see Fuck everybody. It, but yeah. she will out drink like any of my friends. So oh, I'm just dude. like, I can't bring her to the party because my mom's going to be cooler than me. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the expectations are that. so fucking high. <laughs> so like high. I didn't have like, so my mom, uh, she grew up a little bit more like poor than, you know, my dad did. Mm-hmm. But then my dad, my dad was semi-athletic, but he just didn't care. You know what I mean? Like, he he didn't wrestle his senior year because he wanted to just relax, and then he played golf, and he just enjoyed that. Yeah. And so my dad's a natural golfer. Everything's good there. But my parents, they just – the rules were always, like, you don't quit. No matter what, you you started the season, you have to finish it. That was was the biggest rule. Um, Couldn't ever complain about the other team cheating. Oh. Yeah. So, like – 
it didn't matter if I thought they really were or if they weren't, right? It was because when you're a young kid, that's one of your biggest excuses, right? Yeah. When you're in soccer, when you're doing like t-ball or whatever, it's like if the other team beat you, it was like oh, they were cheating. It's like no, they're just better than you that day. <laughs> like they're yeah. better than you in general, or they're better than you that day. Yeah. And like what that taught me was like not to make excuses, right? Like that was the biggest that's thing. That's a good lesson, yeah. I I will carry that on to my own children, right, wrong, or other. I'm fucking doing. It, but, <laughs> I'm taking on. But like that's I mean. That's something that I remember in childhood, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. just those, like, that that principle, and it, it wasn't something that was a principle at the time. It was just a rule that I fucking hated. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I was a grinder. I had to I had to work for all that. And so I think, like, you and I might relate to that a little bit more, whereas, like, Tori seems like she is the type of person to just pick it up and go. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And, like, I... I'm kind of opposite though with my parents my dad is super mellow like in Ah. high school he had a braid all the way down to his butt played the saxophone like was super quiet and so like when you see my parents together you're like what the heck what the fuck (laughs) like when they met my mom uh, my dad actually was on a date with a different girl and like my mom swooped in like scooped him up and then took him home yeah I was like that poor other girl like that must have been so awful but what she doesn't know yeah so I was like legendary but so like I feel like everything I ever did like sports wise my dad was just like so proud because he never did anything like yeah. that but like the most proud I've ever seen him be of me um I did competitive swimming when I was really young mm-hmm. and then picked it back up in high school and so like going to the state swim meet up here at academy my dad like thought that was the coolest thing <laughs> ever like I've never That's seen legit. him that proud of me so yeah. it's just funny that so, like dynamic so did your dad ever play a sport or was it just oh, no. he played music and like everything so he's wired completely differently so totally differently yeah and so he he's probably more like he's probably more of a creative type then right yeah well he's super like mechanically inclined like my dad can build or make anything like i don't say that lightly um he actually one time built me a sand rail with a vw engine like from the ground completely up and like we didn't go to go to the sand dunes as much just because high school gets crazy like Mm -hmm. as you start having more friends and sports and all kinds of stuff um so he ended up selling it but like i don't know he built it from the ground up talented mechanic and welder i know so he built it from the ground up and then sold it yeah, like, we kept it for probably, like, six months. He painted it yellow and everything, which Love was, like, that's my your favorite, favorite color. color. Yeah. Like, so say. obsessed with anything that's I, yellow. You and I have never talked about that, but just from the stuff I've seen from yeah. you, I'm like, that is Shawnee's favorite Yeah, color. exactly. <laughs> like, when people see stuff laying around, like, if it's my yellow Hydro Flask or yellow purse, they're like, oh, God, must be Shawnee's. That's Shawnee's, like, yeah. who else buys everything that's yellow? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's so funny. But so he, he took that, and if you don't mind, how much did he sell that for? Oh, I don't even know. Like, over 20000 probably. Jesus. How much, like... Because, I mean, at that point, the parts were nowhere near that. But it's yeah. still, what, probably like 5000 or so? Oh, I have no idea. With but all the... With, with all, no everything? Idea. But still, I mean, the biggest chunk of that was just labor, right? Yeah. He, he put more time into that probably than money. Yeah. But still... Like, that's a fucking amazing task, you I know? know, which is so... I feel so bad for him, because I'm like, you had two daughters, and, like, you, like, <laughs> you didn't get a pass on this gift. Yeah. But he always says, I prayed for daughters. Like, I always wanted daughters. Yeah. And then Tori had a son, so I was like, okay, this actually works out great. Like, now you. this is, like, your little guy that you can teach everything to. Yeah. So he's getting, like, that, like... I don't know. So... Guy experience with why do you Why do you say that it's poor for him to, that he didn't have any sons? Well, because... I like I mean he's taught me a lot don't get me wrong yeah. but I do wish that like he did have a son that he could have taught all these things to because yeah. I just like admire how talented he is yeah. and like I feel like even the things I know will never compare to like yeah. the knowledge and the skills that he could have like given a son like he could have done that with me and like it's so funny my freshman year of high school I tried to sign up for a shop class and my mom was like absolutely not not doing it and my dad was like why not but like my dad just being the guy that he is was like well whatever like whatever makes you happy so he seems like a pretty supportive guy oh totally totally yeah so he just looks at the the broad picture and he's just like this is well then what what made him pray for to have girls like I don't know like I've asked him that and then he's just like I just always wanted girls hmm. um he was an only son mm-hmm. until he was 18 and then his little brother was born so they were like super far apart so and, that, and at that point isn't I mean you are siblings yeah. by complete technique like not even technicality right like yeah. I feel like technicality would be like a step sibling but yeah. they're legit siblings but that I mean 
that's so far in between. Like you, you grew up by yourself. Yeah. You know, you were, you were the main focus point. So I was like, even to like, be like, I want kids that are siblings. I was just like, okay, well I guess it's cause like he never had any, yeah. but when he was like, I want daughters. I'm like, why? What? Yeah. It was just, it's just you and Tori, right? Yeah. Oh, I wish I had a brother. Tori, love you a long time. I'm like, for anybody that doesn't know, Tori is like the biggest fan of this podcast. Like shout out to Tori. Shout out this Tori. For you. She's, she's my biggest fan. I, yeah. I, so I guess it's her and then, uh, Paige Thompson. Oh yeah. I guess they both like Paige, I guess, uh, love Paige too. Noah was telling me, he's like, yeah, he's all dude, Paige listened to the first four episodes and she's like, dude, I love it. And I was like, oh my God, really? <laughs> like even I hate listening to this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, I feel like it's so fun because it's like with all of our friends. So mm-hmm. I feel like that gives it like a special twist. It's yeah. not just like any other podcast you can find on the internet. It's yeah. like all these things we get to learn about. Like, it's like, yeah, I p- was playing some episodes in my car, like while I was running errands today. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel like I'm just hanging out with my friends. Yeah. Like, this is kind of great. I listen to podcasts so much for work and then on road trips. And the big thing, if I'm on a road trip and in, I, I don't consider anything less than six hours a road trip. Yeah. If it's three hours, it's three hours. It's not that long. <laughs> yeah. Like I can listen to three albums and it's there. You yeah. know what I mean? But like six hours in the car, at least I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to listen to a couple yeah. of podcasts and I feel like I'm just listening to a conversation. That's fun. Or yeah. I'm making phone calls and I'm talking to people to pass the drive. Yeah. Cause there's only so much music you can listen to. You know what I mean? I love music, but I mean... There's only so much I can get the drive by, you know? Yeah. Well, I had a hard time kind of like getting into podcasts. And then, so funny story, I had flown to Dallas and I had like just started on Call Her Daddy. I don't know if you've ever heard one of those I love it. So I like get into the airport. I'm like sitting on the plane, whatever. All of a sudden, it just like goes like my speakers or my headphones go dead. I'm like... I know that I charged these last night. Oh, shit. So I'm, like, trying to, like, turn it up, like, on my phone. Uh. It was blasting on the airplane. <laughs> Call her daddy. People are looking around, and I'm, like, oh, my gosh. She's out there, like, talking down. about the gluck gluck, and you're just, <laughs> exactly. like, shit, 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 yeah, I was, like, shit. abort mission, abort mission, abort mission. But it was so funny because I was just, like, did I accidentally turn them down? I had also just got beat. So I was, like, I don't uh, really know how they work. Yeah. So I cranked it up. Yep. To the max, yep. and the whole airplane got to hear call her daddy. <laughs> Alexandra Cooper just fucking yelling, dude. She's so just having the time of her funny. life. When? Oh my gosh, that's ridiculous. So that's like really my only like podcast that I listen to, like yeah. other than this one. So I'm still new to the podcast. See, so, like, I, I listen. To I like venture so much, and uh, it started with um, the first one I listened to is the Dave Ramsey podcast. Which, oh, hi. if you have any desire to like look at like financials and stuff. Uh-huh. He's the guy. Like, he talks about, like, personal finance. He's also a no-credit guy. Doesn't oh, like credit really? at all. Okay. Yes. So he's, like, big on um, pay everything with cash. He's, like, save up, all that kind of stuff. Like, if you have a credit card, it, it's, like, a, a credit score to him is just, like, how well you or how good you are at owing money is all oh. that, like, a credit score is to him, right? I do think there's uh, advantages to having a credit score yeah. and good credit and stuff like that, but... Um, there's a part in his podcast because he has a live show and they just pull it straight into a podcast, wow. right? They just download it. But there's a part in his show every day. It's like the second hour where they do a debt-free scream. So like the second part of his like big plan is pay off debt, everything but the mortgage, pay everything off, wow. get out of debt as soon as possible. And these people will come on the show and it's uh, single people, couples, doesn't matter if they're married, they, they go together, right? Well, what happens is they they tell how much they've owed, how long it took them to take or uh, to pay it off, and like their um, annual income. Okay. And, and so, at the end of it, because he's like talking to them, and they're like, "Yeah, like uh, the craziest one I had heard was this couple that together without their mortgage owed like two hundred seventy thousand dollars in debt. Wow. It was insane, and they both were working jobs they didn't like. They both ended up in like doing three jobs each and found new career paths because of it. They paid it off in like five years. Wow! And then at the end of all of that, he's like, "You ready to give your debt-free scream?" And they're like, "Yeah!" And they go one, two, three, and just scream, "I'm debt-free!" Every time, I'm just like, I get like so empowered thinking about it. I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" I'm gonna pay it all off, and then I go to the casino. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> that was like that was the first one I listened to. Then I got into like the Pat McAfee show. I got into like Joe Rogan. After all of that, it's comedians. If I if I hear a comedian that I like, I will look at their podcast, and that's like kind of what spawned like spawned this idea is because I want to try stand up comedy. I want to start to like use that muscle of talking and like improvising yeah. and stuff like that. And so that's what really like 
got this going. So there's tons of podcasts out there. So many different things. I like the conversation ones. My mom doesn't even listen to this because she doesn't like conversation. She oh, likes no. <laughs> she likes the stories and stuff. And oh. I'm like, well, my podcast isn't for you, mom. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I definitely like the funny ones. So I can't wait for you to do your little stand-up comedy. You're in a freaking crush. I want to do it so bad. And I've I've been saying this for years. And then I was actually supposed to do it last year in March. And then COVID hit. Oh. I had it planned out. I had a buddy who's forcing me to do it. And she was going to sign me up. And I was all, fuck. Like... I have, shit is getting real. I was like, it, I'm going to have to do it. And then a global pandemic hit. And it's like, okay, maybe I'm not doing stand-up this month. You know yeah. what I mean? But I don't know. That's just one thing I've always wanted to do. What's something that you look at that you're like, this is something I want to try. This is something that, you know, whether it's something like what I'm saying, you know, a goal, or is it something that's like an event or something that's oh. just like, you know, hot air balloon or something. I don't know. I want to get scuba certified so bad. So like growing up, I was always super passionate about marine biology and my last semester at NMSU, well, like my, for my first undergrad, um, I got to take an honors class about coral and climate change and we got to go stay at the Hawaii Institute of Marine Biology for a week Mm -hmm. and just learn like all about corals and like what's going on with climate change, how it's affecting the corals and just like the ecosystems and all kinds of good stuff. And so I would like every single day we were there it's on its own private island so just Mm -hmm. like going to snorkel that's one of my favorite things to do just to clear my head and it like sucks that i live so far away from the ocean right i was about to say you don't live anywhere uh, near finally like starting a big girl job i'm like can't wait to actually like go on vacations and go do things now that i don't make 11 dollars an hour it's gonna be a great time exactly (laughs) but like there is a scuba club here in Albuquerque, so that's a nice part about being in a bigger city. I was okay, like, yeah. I could, like, totally get scuba certified here and then go wherever, so. Where Where is it that you want to go? Like, oh, what is, man. you know, because there's so many different places you can do it. Yeah. But. So, like, let me think. Just a few places. Probably, like, anywhere in, like, the Indonesian islands I think would be okay. so awesome. I have already been to Hawaii. and got I'm a, a moron. Oh. Where the fuck is Indonesia? Like... <laughs> I don't and know anything about geography. I just, I'm like, like you said that, I'm like, cool. I'm like, I'm oh, like, sick. And I'm like, where the fuck is I that? I tested out of college history, so don't ask me. Perfect. Um, my guess, Southern Hemisphere, like, below Hawaii. I love that you said Southern Hemisphere. It's like, yeah, that eliminates <laughs> half the fucking globe. Yeah, exactly. Like, just the bottom half. It's not up north, down south. Like, somewhere in between um, the, like, I don't know, I guess it's Africa and... Okay. South America. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Anyways, so I swam with the mantas in Hawaii on the Big Island. Loved it. So those mantas are like the smaller ones. So there's giant oceanic mantas, and like we can Google it. After they're this. they're the. So you can see. Those are her stingrays. No. Mantas? Well, no, they're like, they're kind of from like the same family. They're the same family. Okay. I'm like um, I'm trying to make sure I know what I'm talking no, about. No, you got this. Gotcha. Um. So, but you like to see the giant oceanic mantas? Like you do more of that in like Thailand. So mm. that's a potential option. I also would love to swim with a whale shark. Okay. And so I that is like I mean you can do that in Hawaii. You can do that in Thailand. Um, yeah. Probably for me, I'd want to do it like in Mexico. Like. What is, so, so, is it something you would want to double with a trip, or is that the purpose of the trip? Oh, definitely double. Well, I don't know. I, like, either, like, as long as you get to do it. Like, yes, that's, that's fair. Just, like, I was like, I want to go to Scotland and Ireland yeah. to play golf. Oh. That's where the, store, okay. like, the sport originated. So, that's why I'm like, that's not the entire purpose yeah. of it. I would double or triple that with other things. So that's yeah. why I'm like, what is it else that you would want to do there? Just, or unless the trip is specifically for that, no, which is also No, I just fine. love, like, being near the ocean, just hanging out, going on hikes, yeah. kayaking, doing whatever. Yeah. Um, things that we don't get to do, like, living where we live. So. Right, exactly. No, I mean, that makes sense. I, my dad was scuba certified at one point, and I wanted to, and then, like you said, you know, you get busy yeah. with sports or whatever, and then I was just like a, I was a jock teenager, just like, fucking, I don't want to do that. Like, it's not fun and exciting. Yeah. And I was just like, no, that's actually really fucking cool, you yeah. shithead. Yeah. <laughs> That and then something that's like really been catching my eye recently is uh I want to take sign language and I don't yeah I don't know why I don't like there's no one I interact with that needs like needs me to know sign language I just want to know it yeah no I feel like kind of the same way I've been learning a little bit of sign language this is gonna sound really dumb but on mm. TikTok love it um they Not te- even they're dumb. teaching like love medical it. sign and so I'm like I want to work in the emergency room well like I got hired to the emergency room but my yeah. residency track right now I'm in a trauma and burn unit okay until I get to the ER so I'm like great mm. this gives me a good time to practice yeah um but I'm like medical sign is so important like yeah 
or even medical Spanish. Like, whatever you're doing, if you're in a career field where you're helping people, yeah. like, you got to be able to communicate the basics to, like, yeah. ask them, what's wrong? How can I help you? Like, what's hurting? 100%. Um, or, like, I'll never forget one time as a lifeguard, um, I jumped in to save a deaf child, and they were so scared, freaking out. And I was like, what is going on? Yeah. And his mom pulled me aside and was like, he's deaf. Like, mm. You, when you just grabbed him, he didn't know who you were, nothing. Right. And I was like, I'm helping you, I'm helping you, but he couldn't hear anything that I said. Right. So that kind of piqued my interest too a little bit in ASL, but yeah. I definitely think that's a good goal to learn, how, yeah. How long ago was that? Oh, man, I was probably like freshman in high school, long time. Okay, so it's been a while. Yeah. So was he in the deep end? Was he in the shallow end? So in Carlsbad, we like we have the river, and so people okay. can go swimming in the river, but the water's pretty murky. Um, okay. So they do have lifeguards there, but like if you see anybody even kind of go under, especially kids, like you have yeah, to be you on have it to react. because you will not be able to see them yeah. under the water. And it's one of those things. So I then I ask because I was a I worked at uh, Pine Cove in Tyler, Texas. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I had to do the lifeguard training. I never did anything revolving lifeguarding. Actually, I think I did like one quote unquote shift for like yeah. thirty minutes. So. It, it was a skill that I was glad that I had, but um, I do I do remember it was like you're much better off freaking out, overreacting over something little yeah. than vice versa, underreacting to something that's actually pretty big. Yeah, definitely. So murky water, kids, and, and how deep? How old was the kid, and how deep was the water? Do you think? Oh man, he was probably three or four. Like okay, just yeah. had, like ran and jumped off the edge. So like, he might he might be like three and a half four feet. Yeah, he, well, not, a deeper or, water than that, it was probably. Or, at least or like, I'm just saying his height. Like oh he, yeah, he, yeah. He's not very. He's not oh, very big. Oh no no no, he's yeah. not very big. The water is probably like eight foot deep, nine foot deep. So like not okay. the deepest thing in the world for no, like somebody but, that can swim, but for right. a small child, yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, and if it's and it, it's running water, right? Kind of. It does like get a little stagnant on that part of the water. Okay, but it, but I mean. Okay, so there's not fair. like a current that will like rip him yeah. away. It's just because it's so stagnant and murky. Yeah. But like if you, they go under and you can't find them. I was about to say, especially if it's double or triple his height. Yeah. You don't know how far he can go down. That's insane. I wouldn't have like again. I I, I asked someone about this. So or I was uh, talking to Shayna. She was telling me about like getting her car back from Hawaii, and then like how much it costs to get to Hawaii and back. Right. Yeah. It, it's a it's a lumped in thing. And then she was telling me about, you know, you, you have to send it so many days before in case there's, like, you know, bad weather, whatever. Yeah. And then there was no weather, came back, and it was like, oh, we're going to keep it at the port, but every day that you have it here, it's $75. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? And it's like, that's something I didn't think about until she brought it up. And I guarantee that's something she didn't think about until it was brought to her. Same yeah. thing for you, right? Lifeguarding, deaf child, you don't think about that. Oh, no, Until not. it fucking happens. That's intense. Yeah, so it was a pretty, like, big learning lesson. Um, but that was definitely, like, one of the things that really made me want to be a nurse was getting that mm. lifeguard experience, like, knowing what to do in emergency situations, feeling yeah. confident with, like, giving CPR and, like, caring for people, like, when they're scared and terrified or, like, something bad has happened to them. Um, yeah. It's really, like, helped guide me to find my nursing passion in the ER. So. I got you. I was about to say, and so ER, you're definitely dealing with those emergency situations. Yeah. The craziest thing to me, so my mom uh, is also a nurse at uh, San Juan Regional oh, Medical okay. Center. Yeah. So, and she's she loves it. She whenever she got into it, it was like her passion, right? It's it's that, and, and it's I, I don't want to say typical that it's women, but it women tend to be the nurturers, right? They tend to be a little bit more nurturing than the other. Your parents are the complete opposite. Not the fucking <laughs> point, but the but like the point being is that you know. They can show that actual care and nurture, but also not like baby someone, right? Like you yeah. have to be able to tell someone, no, you, you need yeah. to start walking right now. Or, you know, you need to do yeah. this. We have to do this to you, whatever. Yeah. But that's just such a crazy thing to me. I was telling someone, you know, especially with the medical field, like no, no two accidents or injuries are the same. Mm -mm. They are all completely different. Like I had a torn ACL. No two ACL tears are the same. The, the fact that you guys react and like can figure that shit out. It's fucking crazy to me. Yeah. I and, mean, like, on our floor, like, I regularly have, like, such a variety of patients. So our ratio is usually, like, four or five to one. And, like, in one room... Four or five to one... So, like, four or five patients to one Patients nurse. to one person. Got you. Yeah. Sorry. So, like, in one room, I'll have somebody that has an airway, like a trach or a laryngectomy, like, 
or that they had throat cancer and they have all kinds of drains and drips like coming mm-hmm. out of their throat um, or on crazy medications. In another room, I have somebody that's like a gunshot wound or like a trauma, like yeah. they got hit by a car. And I thought I had saw some stuff in the ER, like until I came to Albuquerque and then I was like, okay, the trauma experience I'm getting now is totally different. So I'm like, yeah. but it's the city and I feel like it's really setting me up for such a good career because like well unfortunately you know there is a lot of like gunshot wounds that kind of thing yeah um but going elsewhere like when I want to start travel nursing or like if I want to go elsewhere I'm going to be so solid like in my trauma skills from my experience here in Albuquerque so is that something you want to do is travel nursing is that something you're like planning already yeah so eventually I'd like to um I moved to Albuquerque like from NMSU because obviously all of our friends are here and so I was like the past like two years of nursing school I haven't got to live my life and I just want to be wherever my friends are like I want to be able to grill out or like go plan a crazy trip or like I'll be in the same area just to do stuff I was just about to say that it's not even the planned stuff it's the hey we're drinking right now come on over come over that that is so much and, and I don't think people understand that especially if they well people that have gone to college understand it and, and people just having friends or roommates they understand it but being in a fraternity or sorority like yeah. no one tells you that beforehand that it's the unplanned yeah it's the shit that happens that is the you, best you couldn't have planned the freaking best. you could not have yeah. planned like the the one thing so going into my senior year we were moving to Cervantes out of our original frat house anyone listening that doesn't know it, it's just we were moving out of our frat house we we're moving somewhere else on campus that we didn't really want to go but and I I was totally against it I was like no like I'll live in Casa B it's time for me to yeah. be a quote-unquote adult whatever I'll just I'll do something else and then it was still my junior year we were in Mondo's room watching the New Mexico State game and um it was either Scott or James 80 vice versa don't know who yeah. it was but one person was like if we win this game I'm waxing my chest <laughs> and I was like what the and we were all like what could what go the wrong <laughs> and then and then the other which whoever it was right if it was Scott or if it was James the other was like I'm fucking with you and then all of a sudden like and, and I think they also thought oh we'll just get like duct tape or something yeah. well then Sam Sierra out of nowhere goes I have wax for my eyebrows and we're like <laughs> time out why do you have and he's like my eyebrows look good fuck you and we're like all right funny but and then all of a sudden they win the game and they start waxing their chest wax their armpits i mean just random parts and i'm i'm crying laughing i'm crying hard i'm like what the actual fuck is going on the it was the most ridiculous thing i'd ever seen and i'm i'm just crying laughing i'm like i can't not live in the frat house yeah it's shit like that right as adults, are we going to do as much of that? No. Yeah. But the point being is, like, it's just the random, like, hey, yeah, we're grilling. What are you doing? Come, just come hang out. That shit is just, that's the best part of living around where you have friends. Yeah, absolutely. I, like, admire, like, our friends that have been able to move far away. But, like, when I was, like, weighing out the pros and cons, I was just like, no. Well, and, like, mm-hmm. so many of our friends are just, like, in different parts of life. And I was like, you know, our friends that are married now, like, you know, they might be having kids later on. And, like, so I just want to go and, like, have a good time. Yeah. Like, enjoy our friends now. And then, like, also be close to family. So my yeah. nephew is about to be three. And, like, he can about FaceTime now. I know. Oh, it's crazy. Oh, my God. I've ne- I, not that I've ever met him. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, you know, I remember time when flies. Yeah, yeah, when your sister had him. I'm just yeah. like. What the fuck? Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's all good. So he can just, like, FaceTime me now and go, hi, auntie. Like, I love mm-hmm. you. Miss you. And yeah. it just crushes me to, yeah. like, be so... And it's... I'm only four hours away. Like, it's yeah. not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. Um, But, like, I just wish I could be in multiple places at one time. You ever get that yeah. feeling where you're just, yeah. like, if I could just, like, split myself in between, like, all my friends and family and, like, be there for everything, like, yeah. that'd be great. The tough part is... So... Uh, I grew up really close with my cousins. Oh, uh, me too. So, so my aunt, um, she was, I believe, 15 when she had my cousin Audrey. I think she was 17 when she had my cousin Brian. Oh, wow. And I think she was 19 or 20 when she had my cousin Celeste. Well, my cousin Celeste was born six months, I believe six months before I was. Okay. And my mom was 18, just about to turn 19. So we were like, they were just super young. They needed each other just yeah. to like help us. And so we grew up in Farmington neck and neck and like for 12 years or something like that. So 
they all live in Phoenix now. Well, my sister just graduated college. She lives in Phoenix now. Oh, okay. And so they all hang out and stuff. And, and you know, we were close for so long. And then it's the same thing, like, fraternity, sorority, whatever. Yeah. You go back and hang out with those people. It's like that time never left. Yeah. Right? You just, you pick up where you left off. Well, I see that stuff, and I, ah, uh, it pains me. I'm just like. Like, physically hurts yes, your heart. Yes, it's like, oh, and it's, like, it's one of those things that's like. I'm so glad, especially because uh, my sister was just two and a half years younger than me. So mm-hmm. the the gap between her and my cousin Celeste, which they live together now, they they oh, do right. have a good relationship. My point being, though, they're still four years apart from even being like close to each other. And that's my cousin Celeste. My cousin Brian, she's further apart, right? Yeah. So they're they're not that close in age, but you know they are now experiencing a friendship because they're all all over 21 obviously yeah and so they can all experience that like adult friendship without like my aunt and my mom yeah which is just super cool you know what i mean like just that that friendship and that whatever but do i sit there and go like good for them not all the time i'm just like <laughs> fuck all of you yeah. stop having fun till i fucking get there yeah like <laughs> t- take a time out like no fun allowed until exactly there. i i feel that selfish all the fucking time <laughs> All the fucking time. I'm like, no, 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 Stop having fun right fucking now. But the good part is, is, like, flights are pretty cheap to Phoenix. And, like, Very also, cheap. oddly enough, it's, like, $80 to fly home to Carlsbad. And, like, really? not have to drive. Like, I'm in a little clunker right now. Yeah. <laughs> Vehicle shopping. Okay. Um, but I was like, for 88 bucks, I called my grandma the other day, and she was like, I will pay for it right now. I'm like, Grandma, it's $88. <laughs> yeah. Like, I can afford that I now. But, like, love you so much. Yeah. It's fine. But to Phoenix... um. I only flew to Phoenix out of Albuquerque one time for a Joe mm-hmm. Bros concert, mm-hmm. and it what ended up being like one of the wildest weekends of my life. We came up here, we went to Rascal Flats with my yeah. mom, got turned, woke up at 6 a.m., flew to Phoenix, Fucking got awesome. turned with my friends, went to Jonas Brothers, stayed up at the clubs, I don't know, till like 3 or 4 in the morning. Yeah. I go home, change, I just look like a dead zombie. <laughs> I get... To like on my lift late back to the airport, so I just take off running in my Joe Bro shirt, get through yeah. security, throw my stuff down, and this big security goes was like, Hey, did you go to the concert last night? I was like, Yeah, dude, like I'm late for my flight. Yeah. Like, I gotta go. What's it to you, bitch? And I was back in Albuquerque by eight AM on Sunday and my mom's like waiting Jesus for me to get Christ. back. She had just stayed with a friend overnight. Mm-hmm. And so she was ready to like day drink by the time oh. I got stepped off the plane, I was like, Oh god, mom, I love you so much, but like I'm gonna die. Yeah. Like and it's one of those things that, especially if your your own mother is like, yeah. we're doing this, you're like, fuck, okay, yeah. I guess, I guess we're doing this. I guess we're doing it, like. Mm. I'm going to do something like that in October, so Dance Gavin Dance, which, like, I'm obsessed oh, with yeah. them. Fucking love Dance Gavin Dance for no real reason. I tell everyone, I was like, from about 18 till 23, each year I was like, I'm done I'm growing up. It's time. It's time uh, in my life that I yeah. surpass this. You know, I, I I'm I'm over I'm over that hump, right? Like I'm not I'm not the kid that just loved that music anymore. And every year they release an album that's like, fuck, they pull me back. And then so at like 23, I finally stopped. I was just like, fuck that. I'm in. I love I'm these in guys. It. I'm a proud loyal. I, fan. I was like, no one can fucking stop me. This yeah. is my fucking band. I love these guys. And so I'm a uh, I'm going. So they're gonna play here October eighteenth. Haven't figured out the tickets yet. I think, I think it might honestly be sold out, or it might be a problem because we're not in the green yet. We're still in the yellow. Oh. So I don't know if Albuquerque is, you know, allowing concerts yet, so they can like put that date out officially. Yeah. But October eighteenth, I plan on going to see them here, which is a Monday night, I believe. And then Tuesday night, I've already bought my ticket, and I still haven't bought plane tickets yet, but I bought my ticket in Phoenix. Oh, and heck yes. All of my cousins are going. My sister's going. I'm like, fuck yes. Big family like, outing. Yes. Let's freaking go. Which is so funny because, like, my mom – so uh, we went to the bowl game, right? The um, Arizona Bowl. Oh, yeah. New okay. Mexico State, right? And so I went down the night before – um, not to Tucson, but to Phoenix to go hang out with my cousin Celeste, my cousin Brian, his wife Jessica. Mm-hmm. We we all hung out and it was awesome. It was it was cool. And my mom like called me the next day and she's like crying. And I'm like, Mom, like what's going on? And she was like, Here's the thing. She's like, Your whole life, like going to that point, she was like, It was always organized between your aunt and I, like making that happen, right? She's like, you guys are fully adults now. She's like, yeah. you guys went to a restaurant, hung out, ate, paid for yourself, whatever. She's like, 
you guys just like had an adult friendship without us now. Yeah. And she was like, and now I'm jealous because I wasn't there. And I'm like, Aww. so my mom experiences it too. I was yeah. like, my mom fucking knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking, it's so wild. Growing up is such a tragedy. It's crazy. My mom, I'll never forget, was like so upset, like in tears when I told her I went to go get a tattoo without mm. her. Like she was like, why would you do that? It was like, she was so <laughs> devastated. And I was like, okay, well, I thought you were going to be mad. A, B, I paid the dude in, like, a six-pack of beer. I was 18 years old, like, had somebody get the beer for okay, me, and, so like, you he didn't, tattooed me. you didn't, like, you didn't actually pay for it. No. You paid in alcohol. I paid in alcohol. What was the tattoo? How big was oh, the tattoo? Oh, it's, it's this little cross one. So okay. that, okay. I was so like, it's not, what it's would not Jesus massive? do? Jesus would give him the beer, right? Yeah, if that's like, what he's asking for, <laughs> that's exactly what Jesus would do. <laughs> so it's not massive. It's not massive. But I was just like, yeah. I was like, you paid, I mean, let's say the most expensive six pack I've ever seen was like $20. So you paid like oh. $20 or less yeah. for that tattoo. I did. It's fucking hilarious. And so, and like me and my cousin had gone together. And so I was just like, and she's a year older than me. So I was like, you know what? Let's just do it. And so I get mine. She's like, oh no, that is way too big. I was like, you can't back out now. Like we're getting matching <laughs> tattoos. So she ended up getting a smaller one and I was so mad. Like, Love my tattoo, but it was just so funny because after it was already done, she was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's way, like, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. We're in this, bitch. Yeah. The um, the first tattoo I got, so it's funny because I, of my mom, my sister, and I, I was the first one to get a tattoo of all of us, and I, I got this one, right? Like, the Romans 12, yeah. 12, covers up my entire bicep, which I, I still love it. The one part that sucks is right here next to the oh, armpit. Yeah. Like, the little loop right there, that sucked. That was the most painful. The rest of it was fine. But, be like, since then, my sister and my mom have one more tattoos than I do, number-wise. <laughs> Two, they both have way more ink than I do. Really? So, my sister has, like, eight or nine tattoos now, and all of them are pretty small. Then she got one on her ankle, which are, like, pine trees, and they're fucking massive. Like, wow. not up her leg, but, like, they they take up a lot of space. And I'm like, up until that point, I was like, I think I had more ink than you. And that one, I think you had more than me. And yeah. I'm like, motherfucker. And, like, now I'm just, like, trying to plan a tattoo. And the one that keeps coming to mind is a scorpion. And I'm like, I don't oh, want people okay. I don't want people to think I peaked in high school. Because <laughs> <laughs> you imagine getting a caveman on you? Like, yeah, I was like, let, oh, <laughs> so far. You were the scorpions, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Honestly, dude, like, I have some friends that got the caveman C tattooed on them, and I'm like, love you guys so much, but no, never. Okay, but then do you cringe when people get the Zia? No, like, because I, I've wanted Zia too. Okay, so we need to, like, go get scuba lessons together and get Zia tats. Like, let's just Scuba, Zia, we'll find something else. But I'm, I'm down to get, like, a group to go. I know COVID fucking sucks for all this, but. I'm down to get a fucking Zia tattoo and, like, go with people. Yeah. That's what I well, want. Well, and, like, some tattoo artists, like, you can book them for, like, a home tattoo. Like, you guys uh, just all, call. like, pitch in and then mm-hmm. just tattoo everybody. Like, that's what, like, I, uh, my, we, one like, on my wrist We've done that was. in Carlsbad a few times. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was about to say, that we could totally do that. Yeah. I am so sweet. down for that. I have been, like, really wanting a Zia tattoo, a B. I want some, like, poppies of my son. I know that's kind of, like, what? poppies. Like, the flowers. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. Was like, Wait, what? and then um, I actually had, like, Morgan write out a phrase that I've always wanted, but, like, I was like, I don't know where to put it. I don't what's, know how big I want what's it. What's the phrase? So, in Ocean's Deep, my faith will stand. So, like, up okay. until I just got our little anchor, like, with Courtney and Morgan, mm-hmm. like, I had the cross, and then I had Psalm 116, two on my ribs, so, like, kind of sticking with that theme. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I was like, Morgan, why don't you just write it? Like, I love your handwriting. We're such good friends. And yeah. so she drew it out. It's ready to rock and roll. Yeah. But it's been so hard, like, to go get tattoos. Like, when we walked yeah. in to get the um, uh, anchor on my ankle, I was just like, please, will one of these shops take walk-ins? We literally called every freaking place in Albuquerque. And yeah. one place was like, we'll do it right now, 100 bucks cash. And I was like, we're on our Fuck way. It. Yeah, we're coming right we had now. We had, like, four margaritas. We're like, let's go. You guys were drinking already? <laughs> Oh my god, you're not supposed to do that, right? I don't, no, 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 but it's all good. I feel like that has happened, though, with, like, 
my other tattoos to like the one I got on my ribs. Um, I was hanging out um, with Maria. Actually, we were at an intramural okay. game, and we're like, "Oh, it'd be kind of cool if we got some tattoos." And then we called, and we're like, "Well, do we want to go? Do we not?" And the guy was like, "Yeah, well, like I'm booked all night. I'm sorry." And we're like, "Okay, well, we just kind of wanted to do it because it was spontaneous." Like, yeah. He calls us at eleven o'clock at night. We're still at the intramural field, and we're like, "Okay, we're on." Fuck <laughs> it, dude. We're on our way. I got that tattooed on my ribs. I was like, "Let's go." That's so funny. Yeah. I. I've been wanting to do a tattoo for so long, and I'm like, I don't know what I want. The only thing that I know for certain is that I want to see it. I think just yeah. on my calf. I'm yeah. like, at this point, I'm like, fuck it. It's, I've wanted That's it this long. Spot. Yeah, I'm like, I've wanted it this long. Fuck it, let's just do it. I wanted, I legitimately want a Dance Gavin Dance tattoo, and I feel just as guilty or as stupid doing that as I do a Scorpion. Because I'm like, it's just a band. Yeah. Like, And then a Scorpion, I'm like, it has nothing to do with Farmington, but I guarantee people would be like, Dude, you peaked in high school. <laughs> like, I want a Star Wars tattoo low-key so bad. And I'm like, I feel like I would get so judged, but I'm like, ugh, oh, that Fuck it just it, like like a little Millennium Falcon just like right I on like it. somewhere on my bicep or something small. Yeah. Just like I like tattoos that are just like hidden, like not yeah. super out there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I'm like if I or a little Vader, like so that'd just be awesome. The one so uh I tore my ACL when I was uh in the fourth grade. I was nine. In the fourth grade? It's fucking What around. were you doing? We were fucking, <laughs> like, we were fucking like... around after football practice. There was a... So, it was an old, old, old school uh, scaffolding thing that uh, the band used to use where the conductor would stand on and, like, direct the band, mm-hmm. right? And so, it's not, like, one of these nice, like, foldable ones that's super light. It was, like, a big-ass, like, metal cage oh, is what God. it really was. It was fucking massive. <laughs> so, the way that it worked... So, we were... In Yaffle football, we practiced at Farmington High School, but we practiced on their, like, baseball field. Just okay. because we didn't need that much space in the grass. Yeah. So, we're practicing whatever we get done. This metal cage, because they also used it to get on top of the dugout of, like, that baseball field. Well, they put it on its side, so that way, like, no one was getting on top of the dugout. We're all in, like, the fourth grade, us nine-year-olds. And I'm the fucking ringleader, and I'm like, hey, guys, if we fucking... <laughs> of course, you're the ringleader. I would not expect here's, anything like Here's the thing. This, like... I'll tell you the story and tell you tell you the next little tidbit there, but I'm like sitting there, I'm like, guys, like if we stand it up, we can get on top of the dugout, and everyone's like, that sounds like a great idea, so we fucking get underneath this, there's like eight of us oh. trying to like stand it up, and like parents are yelling out like, stop, stop, I'm the only one that's like still holding on, everyone else like left, I fall underneath it, and it lands on my knee, they don't ah. think it's the impact that hurt my knee, they think it's because I was like trying to wiggle out, is like how I tore my ACL, and so like I tore like a part of it then like maybe yeah. like half of it and then like throughout the years I tore the rest of it and then sophomore year of high school I like full like uh, that went my meniscus everything but is that your craziest injury oh by far okay. yeah I like I sat out of sports for like three years it was a fucking oh, dang. it was awful it was aw- I got in like competitive choir okay I gotta do something I gotta like, do something to compete joins exactly. the glee club yeah exactly I was like fucking dude we're singing dude yeah. fucking <laughs> I haven't hit puberty yet. We're fucking singing. <laughs> so, but yeah, I was like, that was insane. But anywho, yeah, the, every, you know, people, I, I've been asked before, like, do you blame anyone for that? I'm like, I blame myself, like myself. I've never, yeah. ever, ever blamed anyone because I, it was my fucking idea. <laughs> like, if it was anyone else's idea, You're I'd be like, new. fuck you, Chad. Like, it's not your, it's not his fault. Yeah. It's fucking me. Like, I'm the reason that happened, but. Yeah, so, uh, anywho, so I, like, was big into, like, ACL, like, recovery clubs, like, uh, back in high school and all that stuff, and seeing people come back from that injury, because it's, it's pretty it's insane. Tough. Yeah, it's a major injury. So, there was one dude who has, and, and my scar is, like, thick. It, it looks like, it, it looks like it was botched, and the surgeon did a great job, I think, but, like, <laughs> I other, other people have got, like, the patella tendon, like, procedure. It's, like, a straight right. line. Mine is, is big and i can show you after it's fucking like thick right it's not like a straight line one dude i saw a picture and he had a straight line and he has like a little vader holding it like a lightsaber oh that is awesome but yes i was like i kind of wanted like a little bam bam from the flintstones because it's so thick <laughs> yeah. and it looks like a like a big ass like stick that he'd be holding <laughs> that's uh, hilarious i was about to say that tattoo would be fucking cool but i'm like i think it speaks for itself though yeah you know what i mean i don't want to cover that <laughs> i don't I'm trying to think. I am, like, so accident-prone. I've broken so many bones. But really? Yeah. My left ankle, both my um, wrists and arms, left one really? twice. Yeah. Wow. 
cracked three ribs playing intramural flag football, and then... Really? I don't know if you ever heard the story about how I broke my nose at Morgan's bachelorette party. Did not hear <laughs> okay. that. So, okay, story time. Um, at Morgan's bachelorette party, we're all hanging out. The first night, we're like, we're just going to go on like a brewery crawl here in Albuquerque. Love it. Um, so... We had met up with some other friends, and me and Courtney are like, we're not ready to go home. Like, we're full-blown party mode. Like, you are not getting us to go home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, we go, and we're hanging out with these guys. Um, and being as competitive as we are, they're, like, shooting some, like, hoops. Mm-hmm. And so, me and Courtney jump right in. And we're yeah. like, you guys are not going to be y'all. us. Girls versus guys. Let's oh, freaking go. Oh, my God. I choose the biggest, most muscular dude to guard. <laughs> Just, like, I'm like, no. Like, try to punk on me. No. Yeah. Homeboy goes to turn to pass, Ooh. hits me with that elbow. Ooh. I felt like, have you ever seen 300 when they do the Spartan kick? Mm-hmm. Like, it was like that in slow motion. <laughs> I could like see the blood <laughs> leaving my nose, like just falling back in slow motion. Yeah. And so I get up in our little bridesmaid shirts covered in blood my face is covered in blood my pants my shoes and Courtney's like are you good I was like yeah like it's fine so we like you're, you're just like playing flashbacks of like yeah. fucking your I'm mom like, oh you're just my like God. bite it off break it off yeah. we're fucking finishing this game so <laughs> we'll get to what my mom had to say about this injury uh, so anyways we're like okay we can't go back now like there we just we can't go back like right. we're gonna get our asses kicked right so we're like we're just gonna crash on these guys couches it's in like, relation to the wedding, how how long was this before Morgan got married? Oh, shoot. Like, her bachelorette was in March, and she was married in, like, June. Okay, so it's not, like, Not, like, same super weekend. fast. Okay. But, like, funny part of the story coming up. So, it. the next day we wake up, I have two black eyes. My nose is freaking busted. Yeah. And so, we call Chloe, and we're like, <laughs> can you come get us? She was like, you dumb fucking bitches. Like, no, I'm not coming to get you. It's the day of Morgan's bridal shower that's starting at 11. It's Ooh. like 9 a.m. We're not home. We're not dressed. Ooh. And so, she's like, she's I'm not coming to get to you. you. Figure out how to get here. So, we, like, talk one of the boys. We're out in Rio to oh, drive us fuck. all the way back into town. We walk into Twisters to get burritos. I'm, like, still covered in blood. My little like bridesmaid shirt and the guy at twisters was like shook i was like i don't know what happened but like hope you have a better day i was like thanks bud jesus so we go home throw on our clothes and courtney's just like packing on my foundation like as (laughs) fast as we can we're about to have to talk to literally all of morgan's family so we find the biggest sunglasses i can find pack on the foundation we go to the bridal shower yeah. So I'm just like trying to lay low in the corner, right? I'm yeah. like, it's a good Don't day. Don't draw attention. It's starting Chill to out. hurt though. So I was like, oh, like I really think it's broken. Like at first, like we were just like, eh, it looks a little crooked, but like yeah. now I'm like, okay, I'm pretty sure it's broken. Yeah. So Morgan's dad comes over and he's like, Shawnee, what in the hell happened to your face? <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, Mr. Kellogg. Like, I'm pretty Jeff? sure. Yeah, Jeff. Oh my, God. oh my gosh. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I broke my nose last night. And he was like, what were you doing? So then I had to tell a story and I was like, so ashamed because he's like another dad to me. Oh, I dude. like love Jeff and Michelle so much. And so I'm like, just disappointed in myself telling yeah. him this story. And so after that, I finally like work up the courage to call my mom. Yeah. And like, I just told you like all my crazy injuries. Right, right, right. So my mom's like, I don't give a fuck if you broke your nose. Like, I'm not paying for this surgery. Like, you can live with a crooked nose. I'm like, no, mom, please, no. So, like, I go back to NMSU, and, like, I work at the health center. And the doctor's like, dude, it's broken. Like, let's x-ray it right now. Yeah. So they x-ray it. You could totally see where it was broken. Yeah. I go to the ENT in Las Cruces that same day and had to have emergency surgery. Are you They're serious? like, if this goes on, like, your nose will start to set, and it will, like, be crooked for life. Ever, yeah. And so I was just like, oh, no. So I call my mom. I was like, please, like, if you ever do anything for me, like, it... Like, is this one thing? Just please save my nose. I will give I will give up my no questions asked favor yeah. <laughs> of my firstborn child for my fucking nose. Exactly. Right now. I was like, please, I will do anything. So my mom, Terry came in clutch and she did let me have the nose surgery. Um, so they just strained it out, but like didn't really fix anything else. But that's okay. As long as it's straight and like I don't have to live botched. It's all good. You can breathe out of your nose, <laughs> Exactly. Right? Okay, cool. I'm like, as long as that's going on. Like, <laughs> as long as you, you have a patent breathe, airway. I was about to say, I was like, I would rather it should be like crooked yeah. and be able to breathe yeah. than to not have that. Because exactly. otherwise that would fucking suck. Well, and I was just like, Morgan's like, 
if you can't get your nose fixed before wedding pictures, like, what are we going to do? And I was like, I the Photoshop my face. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I promise. Oh, my gosh. And so, like, uh, yeah, it was just, it was a mess. It was a good time. And, like, later that night, we're at FX. And, like, I felt like my nose was literally throbbing to the beat. Like, at FX. <laughs> I was just like, I'm going to die. We're just going to keep dancing. Everything's fine. Okay. <laughs> Your nose, your nose, your nose, your nose is fucking on crutches, and you're just like, yeah, bitch, let's go. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so fucking funny. That okay, that would have been easy. That would have been a lot harder to Photoshop than mine. So I was in Zach's uh, group, or I was one of Zach's groomsmen, right? Uh I was the last one on the end. The fact that I made it was sick. I was like, fucking dope. Like. I was say, yeah, I was like, I'm here for like comedic relief. Like I'm not here for anything else, which is totally fine by me. But um back to like my like knee injury, I still like don't feel comfortable like hundred percent jumping off like my left leg. Yeah. So every like they're like, Oh, like we're doing funny pictures, like all right, all oh. the groomsmen all the groomsmen do like the um what is it, the Charlie Chaplin where you jump off one, like you heel click. Yeah. They're like Charlie Chaplin and I just like do it. The way I've always done it my entire life. Oh, God. Everyone else does it off their left leg. Luckily, I'm on the other fucking end of the picture. (laughs) I jump off my right leg. Everyone's leaning into me, and I'm fucking leaning the other way. It's like a fucking forward slant with, like, all the other backward slants, right? Like, slashes or whatever. Yeah. And uh, at the end, I, like, looked at, like, the guy who took the picture. I was like, hey, look. I was like, if you have to Photoshop me out of that, I just, just realized. Just the image. Not e- I was about to say, just Photoshop me out. It's totally <laughs> fine. Like, it's not going to hurt my feelings. They post that, and like six months later, I tell Zach, I'm like, yo, I just want to let you know, I'm Photoshopped out of that. He's like, fucking what? And Zach just being the caring friend he is, Aww. right? Love love Zach to death. And he's just like, fucking, why would they Photoshop? I was like, here's the thing. That was my ask, yeah. and here's why. I was like, um... Everyone else jumped yeah. one way. No one talked about it. They just did it. I was like, yeah. I'm the only one that jumped the other way. You're like, for the aesthetic, I took one for the team. I was like, cut no, 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 myself no. out. Cut me out of this bitch. <laughs> There's no fucking reason. Oh, oh my, my gosh. Embarrassing pictures are the worst. Like how I was just telling you the other day. Mm-hmm. So for those of you guys that don't know, I was like a side hustle in college. Like I painted banners for like parties. You did this... that as a side hustle? Yeah. Okay, and I love I'm, that. I've I got mowed a story. yards. I got a story for did... that later. Okay. But, yeah. And I painted banners. Like that's how I paid for like sorority college. Like love it. I side hustled the yeah. shit out of college. Like No, that's have... awesome. And I still end up with student loans, but you know, I'm gonna listen to that podcast that you recommended. Um, we're gonna get those taken care of. Trust me, I was like Dave Ramsey, fantastic. Like I'm, I'm still kind of, like I say kind of sort of I'm following certain principles yeah. of it. The big thing is like I in 2020 I actually paid off like two stone uh, student loans, which I was like fucking pumped about. I've got three Goals. left. Oh, teach me what you know. I was about to say I got three left. I'm I'm fucking pumped yeah. about it. Um, so we were talking about uh side hustles. We were talking. Oh, so yeah. my mom actually called me. So for anyone listening, we're throwing a dart party this Saturday. Super fucking pumped about it. Um. I got the idea from Farmington. I went to a party with my dad. I went to a party with a friend. And, and it was the same, like, crew that, like, ran these, like, dart parties, right? Yeah. It's the idea of just getting together, have a, a tournament, and then afterwards people can, like, play money games and, and bet or do whatever, which is super fucking fun. Everyone gets to, like, intermingle. Uh, who you bring, it's supposed to be co-ed. Who you bring is not who you play with, which is fucking sick. It's just... I love that idea, by the way. Love it. Like... I, the thing is, is that I think people I've don't I've never realize... played darts, but, like, I'm like, that sells it. Like, yeah. we're gonna hang out with people that we, like... And I feel like, because yeah. you guys, or at least I'm new to Albuquerque, so, like, mm-hmm. some people have friends that are from here, and, like, right. so meeting people's new friends and, yes. like, have them become my friend, like, I'm stoked for that. But so, continue, sorry. And, and I think you and I are extroverted, so it's a little bit different. My mom was like, I think you gotta be ready for people are introverted i'm like i think that's a very natural way for people to interact though right it's not like oh hey be friends with this person it's like hey like this is your partner and then they they just have to naturally interact with each other which i think is dope right you play a couple dark games but that doesn't mean you're stuck with them the whole time there's in between games where you can just chill out drink some beer do whatever yeah so i'm super pumped about it well anywho um for anyone listening shawnee morgan and i this last weekend we painted the dartboards and I wanted to have them like classic rock themed. They came out so much fucking better than I think I really anticipated. I thought they would be like glitchy or like, you know, just kind of smudged. They came out fucking fantastic. I'm so <laughs> pumped about it. I'm like, fuck yeah. Sent the picture to my mom. My mom calls me that night and she's like, dude, you should sell those. And I'm like, first off, 
I have way too much of a connection to these now. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm attached to these, like, maybe the next set, but, like, mom, these are wicked. I was about to say, no, I fucking love them. And then she was like, okay, she's like, well, then post a picture and then see if people want to, like, do... Customize. Customize or, like, um, what's the word? Uh, cornhole. Yeah. Cornhole boards and stuff. And I'm like, here's the thing. I was like, I did very minimal of all this. Like, <laughs> no, I you did, didn't. I, I, did, I did one board entirely. The other yeah. ones, like you, Morgan, and like you guys did those. My, my point That's being is that. That's just because we were faster. But you crushed your board. And like. Yes. If you made more to hustle them, like you'd get so quick and so good at it. You know the process now. So you know, know like how we think and how we go about it. So yeah. you'd be so much faster next time. And it wasn't that like yes. you weren't crushing it. It was just that like we've done it a million times. And so that it just made You guys better. have done it a million times. Yeah. The other part was like, I didn't want to fuck it up. <laughs> I was like, whatever I do, I don't want to fuck this up. Yeah. Cause like the one that I was most worried about was the Rolling Stone one. The, which I just found out from Nick that day I was painting it. He's like, you know, that's from Mick Jagger, like Mick Jagger's, mouth really i didn't why, know that either i didn't know that which i was like what? that's fucking way cooler yeah and so i was like i don't want to fuck this up i want it to be like good you know and just like it, it took me a lot longer and if i'm this totally is the fine only with that. one that turns out perfect like this is it the right only one turned out so fucking sick though like the pink floyd kills me everyone loves the kiss one yeah. i love the kiss one nick comes over the next day he's like which one do you like the most and i'm like strictly off of bias i love the rolling stone yeah <laughs> like there's no other reason so than that good. i just fucking love it but i was like no i was like i need to tell shawnee which is funny that you say that because i was like i'll tell shawnee and be like dude you could have like a side business off of this not that you're not making a big girl check now <laughs> but the point being is that like you like you dude, could do I a side hustle student loans like everybody needs Fuck a side it. hustle let's just go into business together like Fuck it, dude. you cut them and paint the background like i'll trace them out we'll tag team the painting and like wham bam thank you ma'am dude that's a great fucking jumping point john shawnee and i <laughs> are, are about gonna to fucking, get rich we're about to have a fucking <laughs> business <go>. bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> fucking uh irs please don't come for us because it's gonna be that P- tax untaxable income call this shit pbs dude paint by shawnee that's <laughs> fucking <laughs> oh, <laughs> anti <laughs> Peps. <laughs> and then oh we just drink gosh. Peps because it's almost the same. There you go. I fucking love it. Shawnee, so do you have any closing remarks? This is uh, just past the hour mark yeah. here. Thanks for having me. It was so much fun. I yeah. fucking love it. Cheers. I was Cheers. like, this was amazing. Appreciate it. Guys, this has been another episode of uh, Escaping Tyranny. Bye. Put it back in my pocket. I'm going to write a book and I don't care if you read it. I'm going to make a movie. I don't care if you watch it. I'm going to wave anyway. I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket. I'm going to write a book and I don't care if you read it. I'm going to make a movie. I don't care if you watch it. I'm going to wave anyway. I could care less if you look. And if you don't shake my hand, I'll put it back in my pocket.